There you go. Do the intro. Everybody stupid except us. I'm Ross. You you were drinking oh, something. Shit. Sorry, you? sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I got I got distracted by technical difficulties. You said start the show in twelve seconds later. It's, it's fine. Keep going. Keep going. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> Today on the show, we're going to talk about something that's actually going on in the news uh, right now. Is actually the uh, the cave. Um, I don't have a hundred percent of the details, but down in Thailand, there is a group of uh, young kids that were in on some sort of uh, school trip. I think we're going to learn a little more about it, and they get stuck in a cave. We might talk about we're gonna that. We're going to Google it. And, we're going to Google it live. We're going to Google it live. Something, I don't know, something, something. Elon Musk is going after them in a pint-sized submarine or something. I'm going, not quite sure what's going on. Uh, we're also going to talk about aging once again, because I suddenly realized that not only are we old, our parents are older. A little bit of mortality going on there, because you know what's you know what's way more fun than anything? Woo! Let's talk about our own mortality. I also wanted to get a little bit into voice acting, potentially, and just uh, some of the people that I've seen go through the industry and for uh, a whole lot of fun we're also going to talk about fireworks and then eventually potentially Vic <laughs> uh, so hopefully you started googling Thailand by now I have or are you talking to me or are you talking to our audience uh, you we don't okay. have a <laughs> we do we have we have an audience of like three dudes yeah our listener yeah. our listener they've already Excellent. googled everything by now I, we have a listener for one simple purpose they want to correct us because seemingly they seem upset or insulted about the fact that we named our show Everyone is Stupid Except Us. Mm-hmm. And potentially spelled it wrong. Potentially. Potentially. Very, very obviously spelled it wrong. Mm-hmm. So, uh, hang on. I think I feel like I need to burp. But, okay, I'm done now. Done burping. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> totally professional. That was a good time. So, yeah, uh, this started, what, like um, three weeks ago? I'm going to try to get... June 23rd. June June twenty third. Yep, that's about that's about three weeks. Yep. Oh, live updates. Look at that. The, some of them have successfully escaped. So yeah, they went on a trip and then apparently went past these big signs that said, "Hey, oh my God, one, what are you doing here? And two, don't go any further. We we <laughs> we implore you." And I don't know what the Thai Thailand version of implore is, but I'm fairly certain it said implore. Yep. I just like that word because it makes me seem. It makes me feel smart. 100% of the smart things that I do are to make myself feel smart and not to make other people think that I'm smart because I'm beyond. It's true. No, it's, uh, I mean, this, this is, it seems very much exactly what you've seen whenever you see these cave, like, trapping. Well, anything dangerous, really. Whenever you see this, like, whenever it's been dramatized on TV or whenever you see it in the news, it, I mean, it seems like they get it pretty much right on TV. I mean, it's a horrific thing to go through. You're down there. I mean, once you've been down there for a while, you know, the water starts infiltrating and, you know, eventually it's like you, you get out or you drown sort of thing. And, uh, well, one of the things was uh, part of the defense was the monsoons weren't su- supposed to come so early uh-huh. this year. Yeah. But, but so still, I, I don't know. Do I you mean, want to talk about are you in the wrong place at the wrong time? Or do you want to talk about how TV of the movie of the week, wait, movie, TV movie of the week, this feels and sounds? It very much does feel like that. And I mean, it has, it's, 
Do you know what was one of my fa- I got into disaster movies for a while, but one of my favorite disaster movies of all time is Daylight with Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. Where yeah. the New York tunnel, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's more than one, it gets uh, trapped, uh, there's a big car crash and it collapses at both ends. <laughs> Sorry, I made a sexual euphemism in my own head that makes no <laughs> sense as soon as I said it out uh, loud. This is, a ser- <laughs> this is a serious topic, man. What does that even mean? Oh, no, they're getting rescued and Elon Musk is saving everyone's life or something. Yeah. It's kind of... Here's here's the thing with this that I feel um, from the beginning. First of all, like this isn't a bunch of kids that stumbled upon a well. I mean, they were they were down there, were they not? Yeah, I mean, the, the soccer coach is there with them. This was a soccer team that went. What I read was what the soccer coach said we should do some team building. Okay, but maybe get some some peep some some mine um, professionals to go with you. And tell you not to go there. I mean, it clearly was not a safe place to be. Here's the thing. It, when you and I were in school uh, a thousand years ago, I could see something like this happening. Because, like, permission slips were God. And parents were like, yeah, okay, you're, you're going to do whatever. You're going to climb some high-tension power poles for gym class? All right. Signature. But today, I mean, this wouldn't happen here. I think there's a huge cultural difference of what parents maybe allows their kids to do in in other countries. I mean, I know there is. It's not even a that's not a presumption on my part. Yeah, I think we're all that's pretty, pretty much helicopter parent in the Western world here. We we wrap our children in bubble wrap here more and more every generation. And uh, you know, I mean, we were I mean, we were probably 20 before they even invented hand sanitizer, and now you're not allowed <laughs> to touch stuff. You know, uh. so. It's just I don't know. It seems like this is something that this is this is definitely a tragedy, but this is something that wouldn't have happened here because parents would not have willingly allowed their children to go into you know a, a potentially dangerous. I mean, there, this, there, there's difference between this and I mean maybe I'm reading it wrong because I mean there's that that mine up in Spring Hill where you can tour a coal mine and people do it every day, right? When you're done at the Anne Murray Museum, you go down, you tour a coal mine. Yeah, but you definitely have to go into the dangerous parts. I mean, well, that's the thing. It's everyone like wants to go to the like, dangerous hey, parts. Hey, dummy, don't go down here. But, you know, I guess, again, it's it's if it was like one or two kids that ran off, because kids have no sense of danger or mortality. But, I mean, the whole team is down there with parents or with, you know, adults who are supposed to be looking after these kids. What are you doing? Anyway. I, I am a little perplexed by the, the soccer coach himself. I mean, you can't really blame the boys. They just they follow, you know, who, oh, sure. who the adult in charge is. But it, it, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do. I do. And I mean, as a parent, you would not have, uh, you would not be happy right now <laughs> in this scenario, right? I mean, uh, yeah. you would have been like, oh, well, they got permission slips. What are you gonna do? <laughs> we, we, yeah. My, um, so my, my ten-year-old, her, her, um, her mother and I, we usually have this conversation where we sort of in a funny tongue-in-cheek way say, oh, well, you know, they're they're supposed to walk like a block and a half to go and listen to a music concert. You know, the, the local uh, sort of music school is putting on an orchestral thing and the kids all go along and yay education. And we always get this permission slip coming home and we always call it the death and dismemberment form because it, it says, no, no, you know, things that could happen to your child on this trip include, and it always ends with, you know, they could it suffer heat stroke. We're like, it's December. They, they could suffer this and that and cuts, bruising, and they list every possible thing. They're walking from 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 the elementary school over to the music 
Music yeah, department. you cross like, yeah, one oh street God, it's like where across there's, the road. There's one of those cross crossing guards, and he's got the stop <laughs> sign, and he's got you know, uh, everything. And we're pretending all the children. They they could, and it always ends with and or death and dismemberment. <laughs> well, you know, I've been in that building before. You know, death and Denton, dismemberment looms. Denton is a door. scary building. I gotta <laughs> admit. So, you know, we we have things like that, and I feel like maybe I don't know this Thailand uh, soccer team. Maybe they sure. signed the form. Well, I'm sure, but I mean, and that 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 does. I don't know. Anyway, do you remember there was a there was a, a football movie? Oh God, was this Rudy? Where they all uh, the dudes in the football team to build teamwork and camaraderie. They all laid in the middle of a highway. Okay. And I thought the I thought you were going divided. somewhere different, and I thought I thought that you were thinking that Alive was Rudy. <laughs> there have been so yeah there have been jokes about this be, missing soccer team was in the headline everyone goes uh, and everyone immediately thinks of cannibalism in the An- andes i think Alps? Andes? One, i don't know one mountains. of the two i thought it was in the mountains and the second thing is it's a soccer coach and team of boys and it says thailand uh, and uh-oh. and i'm like oh and, i mean it okay, was a yeah. risky click to begin with Okay, I think and we've I think we've wrung, wrung all of the horrible out of that. All of the, yeah, there's there's so much potential horrible that could be going on, but then when you click on the the pieces, you do realize, oh, this is an actually serious story. Yeah. But like I was, the the football kids, it was a movie where this football team had to come together and win the big championship. But the thing mm-hmm. was, some other people did this afterwards. Like some other team yes. said, we should totally do that, and they tried to lie down in the middle of the highway. And like, what? There may or may not have been a death or dismemberment, but I'm fairly I, certain yes. a number it, of them, more I than two, I do recall that that somebody was at least injured in that. Yes. V- rather hospitalized yes. because of this thing that one. Well, I mean, they just, saw on TV, and that's people that don't know how to separate reality from fantasy and i mean that often is cited in a lot of these horrible things that happen in the news these school shootings and stuff like that you know people blame i thought we weren't going to talk about school shootings how did we get from thailand caves to school shootings here's my point let me let me just make it real (laughs) quick people tend to blame the media like people are blaming that movie because those people laid down in the road like idiots People blame, you know, violent video games because these kids are, you know, performing these horrific acts in schools. And it's like, well, the the problem is that these people in general are mentally ill because I don't care how much GTA you play, you don't think it's acceptable to bring a weapon to a public place and just start spraying. That's not something that a mentally well person does, no matter how much violent media they're exposed to. True. So I don't know what that point had to do with anything we've been talking about. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, if this, it's if a you bring this back to to helicopter parenting, is yes. the solution more or less different? Okay, <laughs> different helicopter parenting. Different helico- I identify as an Apache attack helicopter. I was trying very hard not to say that. <laughs> but okay, so according to the news things that we're reading, some of them are out. Uh, the first four. So I don't know how they've only rescued a couple of them because there are. A number of places. This is what happened with one single diver working for the uh, the mm. Thailand equivalent of the Navy SEALs. I forget the young man's name, but he was he was the first thing that I clicked on. I hadn't heard about the story, and then there's a picture of here's a man who tried to rescue these boys in a cave, and he's a hero. I'm like, cool. What's going on? And I thought it was going to be, oh, you know, he had some problems. But what happened was he was trying to dive towards it because they're in, you know, this monsoon has hit 
has come in and left many many caves. I've looked at a cross section of it. Mm-hmm. They got the the cutaway, and they're they are so the damn far in there. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, they're this, big caves that become big wells when the when the rain starts to fall. Yeah. So this one yeah. guy he tried to go through and as a scuba diver, but apparently he he didn't drown. He asphyxiated. Mm. He ran out of yeah. air, and there was essentially nothing nothing to breathe. Yes. But the most recent thing that I read, and it was probably a little while ago, because I looked at this on Friday, this uh, is currently two days later, was that they were trying to um, figure out how to get to them from above. They were going to drill. Drill down? That would be messy. So I don't, I don't know. So yeah. there would be the blah, blah, blah. Mm, well, I'm sure that the news will unfold, and perhaps in two weeks we'll have uh, some happy news to report on. What I'm impressed with is they were they were down there for several weeks. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what what do you eat? How many how many soccer teams are under there for you to for you to feed upon? Do you suppose? I mean, they must have. Do they have no contact? I mean, how how do they even know that they're in there? They must have some small contact with the outside world. Maybe can they can they pass like food and water and stuff into them? Or I there I wasn't able to really understand what was happening there because it seemed mm. to be oh we finally have because here's video of what it's like in there. I said, so yeah. All right, you know they're they trapped underground. Able, There's yeah. no food. There's no water, but the Wi-Fi is great. Yeah, gonna, great 3G signal. It's awesome. <laughs> We're a mile underground. So it's uh, recently passed has been the fourth and first of July, which is uh, the American Canada Day and the uh, Canadian Fourth of July, respectively. <laughs> well, well done. <laughs> Both of which uh, tend to be um, punctuated with uh, pyrotechnics. And I heard that uh, you had to bring some to a children's party. It okay? So, yeah, my kids got got a friend. So they're about the same age, so she'll probably be turning ten this summer, uh-huh. as as my daughter earlier did. And the invite, I okay, I, I live in kind of a hippieish area, and I've got rather kind of new agey hippie uh, parental figures around. So this, what happens more often than not recently, has been you're invited to come out. To uh, Moonflower's birthday, but instead of uh, accepting presents, she will be accepting uh, thoughts and prayers for the, you know, Cuban mining disaster. Is uh, You name it. But usually it's, there's a reason. There's something else behind it. In, instead of bringing presents, could you bring a monetary donation to the Canadian Cancer Society? And there's nothing against collecting things for, for charities and whatnot, or doing some sort she, of charitable She really thing. wants some homeopathic crystals. <laughs> But it always comes. Dude, I, I don't know. I think your kid would just like a basketball. You know, maybe yeah. just let them. Maybe ah. just, just let her have a Barbie. Yeah. It's and, one of those let them be kids kind of moments where the the helicopter parent parenting has almost turned into. Uh, I have I have a lot of guilt left over from the plastic products that I uh, purchased growing up, and I had an extensive you know sort of plastic car collection, and they all went in the dumpsters, and I I, I feel bad about how much. Uh, waste i led to as a child and so my child is going to live fully organically and only recycled homeopathic clothing wear and just stop ruining your kids because you feel like your parents screwed something up on you there's a lot of hemp going on in your town well honestly you know if i mention hemp to someone i'm probably sure someone's gonna tell me Oh, we don't use hemp anymore. Oh, everything is flax now. No, 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 one, use, no, one, uses, no one uses hemp. We're on 100% recycled uh, llama pube. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, unless the animal has been shaved twice and the fur and the, the wool has been used in at least six 
generations, then no, you're not putting it on yeah. your body. You just run around naked like a caveman at that uh, point. These socks are made from my grandmother's slippers. So, not to insult everybody around here more so, but... Well, they're all terrible, but carry on. interesting, strange... Uh, this text came through, you know, you know and she, we're going to be celebrating their birthday, and in lieu... They love saying in lieu. In, in lieu, lieu of presents, could you pr- please bring some fireworks? Really? That's a... That's a departure. It is a bit of a departure. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to try to be good to the planet by not putting any more plastics in, into the landfills, but we just want to blow some stuff up, please. Bring <laughs> bring gunpowder and... Yep. Uh, yeah. Celebrate your nation's independence by blowing up a small part of it. <laughs> That's kind of what's happening. And now the other part of that is, in the States, uh, in, an, in, in America, fireworks are quote-unquote illegal. I think that depends on which state you're... It's hard to say anything in the United States is legal or illegal because they are exceedingly state-by-state. And I I felt that that was a new piece of information to me. And only in the last 10 years or so, I didn't realize just how separate each of the states were. Oh, yeah. Well, to the point... The United States of America, like a collection of small countries that mostly get along. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Like, state... Because we've grown up so close to the U.S., we think of state as equivalent to province. Mm. But if you think about in Europe, they have many states. Like Germany is a state. France is a state. Like, you know, it's... it's. But in... So in the United States, I mean, that's pretty much how it all became, began, was they were all separate. Like Florida was run by Spain. Um you know, all these other areas over in the Southwest were run by, you know, Spain, Whoever from Mexico, here first. There was, Louisiana was France, you know, it's all these different, they just claim different people. Yeah. yeah. All these different new England, you know, all these different nations were all there running their own state. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, you've seen, you know, like on Smokey and the bandit and they're being chased by the cops. All they got to do is get across the state line and you're home free. Hmm. Now, if you were here, run for the border. As it yeah, goes. you're you're here in in Nova Scotia, and you got the RCMP officer on you, and you blow across the line into New Brunswick. Now that guy doesn't give a crap. He's coming after you. I mean, he changes his sunglasses. <laughs> he puts on his puts on his uh, officially bilingual sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to have the sunglasses with which which have the the French. Yeah. You gotta put, put you, the you take off, you take off your Ray Bans and put on your Louis Garneau. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're okay, because otherwise you're gonna yeah. get pulled over by the real police. Yeah, you get close enough to Quebec wearing something that doesn't have French on it. <laughs> but hey, uh, what, what were we talking about? Fireworks, yes. We were talking about fireworks. Did so did you get here's the thing. I have not gone to buy. Because yeah, so in, in the States it's you know, quote unquote tricky or illegal. Yes, you can't on where just you go are, in and absolutely. buy. But in Canada, you can go into any store and there are quote they unquote. They have them in the gas fireworks. station. They're everywhere. However, what I've what They're I've learned garbage. Yes. They are weaker. <laughs> they are acceptable, legal It's Yes, they're basically industrial-grade sparklers. There's a reason that you go and buy tobacco at the corner store, but if you want black tar heroin, you gotta go a little outside of the zone, right? (laughs) You're not buying the black tar heroin in the grocery Uh. store. No, you're not. Clean up on aisle six. And oh my god! It's not like we live in Quebec. Yeah. So I realized that I need to bring probably just the lame... Yeah, like your... Dollar store Roman candle six, collections and stuff. Dollar yeah. store six pack. There's my nickname right there. <laughs> <It> was... 
that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I need to, I don't know, pick some. And... So he's, you go into the, you go, what you do is you go into Giant Tiger and you determine how much you want to spend and you buy the box that costs that much I and then so. you're done. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it makes it mildly more complicated in that my kid does not enjoy fireworks. Uh. So, you know, I kind of wanted to make it a sort of, a, oh, let's go pick out, you know, because she likes to pick out if we buy a present for a friend. So mm. I thought, hey, maybe you'd like to come and pick, hey, hey, what's the matter? Let's go on to pick out a, somehow I've become Italian in this scenario. Let's <laughs> Stereotypically go Italian fireworks. as well. <laughs> and it raises them for a third time. <laughs> so we go, if, if I bring her along to pick out some fireworks, and what's she going to say? No, I don't want any, and this is stupid, and I don't want to go. No, I don't want no fireworks. So I, I figure I'll probably just do a quick thing and then get her to, like, I don't know, drop a card, but then we're going to a fireworks party. <laughs> do I surprise her? <laughs> surprise! We're already here! You have to go through ear damage. Yay! I was in a uh, great Canadian dollar store earlier today, and You know what? They so have... was I. What? I, they I, have... I was Go doing... ahead. Yeah, they have many of those. Mm. They have, I was in this one area and they have like this, this locker, this like wire mesh locker with all the fireworks like locked up in it because you have to be 18 to buy them. So they don't want them where anybody can just stuff them in their pocket and leave. But they had so many fireworks in stock that they were, this, this locker was full, like firm packed full. And then they were like piled up on the floor all around the thing and like, this doesn't seem like a smart way to store fireworks. <laughs> but th it's not um, hidden away or locked up because... No. Uh, do, do you have to provide ID, even? If you, I, I would imagine 14, it's much so like anything else. Yes. It's much like anything else. If you look like you're not 18, they'll probably ask for ID. So Otherwise, you do actually always... have to be 18 to buy fireworks? Yes. Did not know that. Yes. All right, so, you know, you're 12-year-old boys. Essentially who fireworks are aimed at yes cannot you, go in and you got to go, go get, get your get big brother and go buy them for you yeah or your or your vaguely irresponsible dad mm -hmm. quoth the irresponsible dad who is now met with the task of get some fireworks and bring them on out to a 10 year old's party because my 10 year old can't buy herself now if you're going to this party with all of these other uh um crystal parents right I'm kind of guessing that you're probably going to be the one put in charge of setting off said fireworks. No, no, because, all right, all right, here's here's the exciting thing that I've learned. Uh, crystal hemp moms <laughs> love hood rats. Ugh. Like, really love them. And maybe it's just the fact that the crystal, the crystal hemp moms, I mean, I'm, I'm in a rural uh, side... Yeah, you're you're, of yeah, you're, a in, you're in a you're in a hippie nugget. You're, yeah, you're absolutely in a hippie nugget of Cowtown. Yeah. So yeah. the thing is, if you want to live in a hippie nugget of Cowtown, your choices in the dating circle are somewhat limited. You say, oh, I want to meet someone who owns their own bookstore slash cafe and roasts their own beans. And says, okay, fine, but I got to tell you, there's one dude. Yeah. And he's already married. Yeah. So you got to lower your standards a little bit. Yeah, okay, well, I'd, then I'll, I'll get a guy who has a hybrid car. And Okay, well, there's three of them. So, all right. But they're also already married because to own a hybrid car, you have to have a pretty good job. And the good job dudes get scooped up pretty quick. So, well, okay, then um, how about someone who's just so in tune with themselves and they and they get earthy tattoos? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can help you out with the tattoos. I don't know how earthy they are. And I feel like that becomes the draw. 
So you then yeah. then you meet the dude with the Irish uh, cross uh, and all the, you know, the thorns around the bicep and everything. As long as dude is tatted up, yeah, it doesn't. But, and and you know what? If if some of your teeth are missing, that's earthy <laughs> as hell. Gross. That's earthy as hell. Now Bring I was gonna it. make yeah, hemp mom gonna get some. I was gonna make the point that you live in a university town. There's a lot of very smart men in that town, but then I realized. Well, uh, there's a lot of very educated men Thank you. in that town, but I also realized the main point there is that once people are educated to the point where they can become successful, they probably don't stay there. Um, the weird ones do. Yes. Nothing the weird ones, yeah, who, who, weird who can't. To me like, I really like it here in this university town. If you can't make it in the world outside of academia, it's a great place to be. Also, when you hear a, a grown, you know, a man in his 50s sort of say, I really like it here in this university town. There's lots of young people. And I'm like, ah, that's a little creepy. Yeah, super creepy. Very creepy. Now, I say that about, you know, become if you can become successful, you'll leave. But, I mean, I, I, I do realize who I'm talking to. Yeah. And then I also realize that I myself was there for nearly 20 years. So, there, you know. Were you successful in any of those 20 years? Uh, See? Uh, are you, you arguably? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we both worked at the university. So, within our selected field, it's not like we took a degree and then stayed in Wolfville to work as a barista at, the, you know, the, the, the hippie cider press cafe. True. You know, it's... While we're it, bashing it, everybody. <laughs> it, it is what, I mean, no, no apologies to the barista. No, yes, no apologies. No, to, the, to the baristas, uh, to the, the baristas Queen Mary, at the cider uh, press cafe. It, it's, it's a wonderful place to be. Actually, that's not even in Wolfville. That's in Berwick. <laughs> what's in Berwick? Yeah, uh, the cider press cafe. Oh, I thought you were just making fun of the food. No, we have I, cafes I, I, and cider. Cider. Yes. Yes. No. That's um. Yeah. That's that's absolutely not even in the same town. <sighs> yeah, the hippie spread has has become quite real. So yeah, um, I'm fairly certain that the hood rat husbands will take perfect care of the firework situation that the absolutely. hemp moms have. So you're gonna stand in the back and dial nine one, and then when somebody blows their hand off, dial one again. Yeah, but luckily I know that my kid will be standing at the back with me with her hands over her ears, wondering nice. when it's all gonna be done, and we can just open the treat bags, eat all the candy, and get it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So, I mean, it's I like a good celebration, and she hasn't seen his friend in a while, so we're definitely gonna go. But I, 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 I don't know how it's gonna go i'm hoping everyone's gonna have the same amount of thumbs at the end of the party as they did at the beginning no it's, promises it's, if you if you follow the directions even 70 percent with canadian fireworks you're probably gonna be okay mm. you might set your house on fire but it's not being done in your backyard no so. it is not i'm driving way out to bum squat nowhere to see perfect to see how that's how that's done. gonna go i think that's i think that's in a couple of weeks uh, might, might awesome. be before the next uh, the next recording of this of this show yeah, speaking of, we record this every two weeks, so the news may not be up to date, and neither are we. Uh, you can <laughs> follow us on Twitter, at Sean and Roz. You can send us an email, Sean and Roz, podcast at gmail.com. Moving on. Yeah. Um, I slid in a quick little thing in there about hybrid cars, so I did promise that you would be allowed to do this. So you get, and I'll get the timer going, oh. 60 <laughs> seconds to talk about how excited you are about electric cars. Go. Okay. Did I talk last week about the... Um... The Nova Scotia implementing the fast charger network. I believe I did. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's cool. I've also discovered that you can't actually buy one. 
The network or the car? You cannot buy an electric car anywhere. I called. I thought you were going to get one in Ontario and drive it back. Hang on. Okay. I'm getting to that. Well, you only have 33 seconds, so. Well, settle settle your clothes there. <laughs> I this is this is this is a thing now. I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm past the uh, just electric cars and I'm on to uh, product availability. This applies to many things. They have this thing that they're selling now, which in this ha- case happens to be an electric car. You can't actually buy one, and I've contacted every dealer from here to Ottawa, and they all have one listed on their website, and nobody actually has one. And they've all told me, oh, yeah, they stopped producing. I've I've contacted both Nissan and Chevy dealers. Nobody has one. And I've said, you know, well, what's what's up with that? Oh, well, they stopped making the 2018s. I'm like, okay, this is, you know, by August of 2018, the 2019s should be out. Oh, well, no, they're doing a complete redesign, so they won't be out until December. I'm like, okay, would I be able to get one, you know, around Christmas time? Well, no, because they have a 10-month wait list on them. I'm like... If they're this popular, maybe make some more. Oh, well, okay. One, everyone is stupid except us. So no, they will not make that decision. And two, yeah, where you mentioned um, having the the available network or the gear to use it, but having the thing not available, that sort of sounded a little like the the marijuana industry where you could actually go into stores and buy bongs. (laughs) Here, buy a bong. What am I going to use this for? There's head shops on every corner, but you can't buy weed. But... The thing with this, I'm pretty sure the issue here you can buy weed, is weed accessories. <laughs> you can buy weed accessories. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the issue here is the batteries. I I think that's the bottleneck. I know with Tesla, I mean Tesla is still a, a relatively young startup. They don't have the infrastructure that someone like GM or Nissan has. I mean GM could probably crank out like I I don't even know like thousands and thousands of like Chevy Cruises in a month. I really don't know how fast they can produce them, but I'm guessing it's staggering. Well, well, hang on. Okay, you're you're in charge of Tesla. You're you're Elon Musk, and when you're not busy launching your car into space or rescuing <laughs> a Thailand soccer team, you've you've still got money to burn. You know, you're done both those things. He personally has money to burn. The company does not. The company has yet to become profitable. Ah, every, okay. Every because cent that how that many company makes. Wizards are in Europe. I don't know. Or India. So there is a place that is building batteries like crazy. The issue right now, literally, is that they can't pull lithium out of the ground fast enough to keep up with the demand for battery technology. Buy it a dime for every time someone told me that I couldn't pull lithium out of the ground fast enough. I mean, they've discovered some some pretty... How? They've discovered some pretty big (laughs) lithium deposits in the States, which is probably going to boost production quite a bit right now most of it i'm pretty sure comes out of china which is an issue for some countries who don't necessarily deal with china but anyway i'm well past my my 60 seconds you can't you get them and nobody wants to sell me one that's my big you also found a loophole because you wanted to talk about product availability so we're pretending yes. that it's about that okay because uh, what what is lithium in its net in its uh, sort of um, average temperature state? Is it a liquid it's, at this? No, time? it's it's just a metal that you pull out of the ground, much like aluminum or anything like that. Okay, so all right, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was liquid at this temperature. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe in Cairo, there's like lithium <laughs> fountains or something. <laughs> yeah, lithium fountains come out of the ground. Oh, we found a natural lithium spring. Get the kids. Yeah. Get the kids. But like I said, I think that's the issue because like Tesla has bottlenecks because they just. I mean. Tesla's putting up production tents because they just can't build facilities fast enough to keep up with their demand. But, I mean, GM, 
It's like has a mass unit but, of car production. Yeah, GM has nothing but production capacity. And, I mean, it, it would take time, but not that much time to crank over, like, a, a any other of GM's facilities to start banging out these bolts if there was, a, because there's a demand for them. But if you, if you know, you got 10 million bolts sitting there, but you can't actually sell them because you wait, you only got 10,000 batteries to put in them, then there's an issue, right? So, anyway. Um, I guess since we did uh, say that I was going to talk about voice acting, uh, initially I wanted to talk about Vin Diesel, but then that led into <laughs> voice acting in general because we, we have a thing... Where we we enjoy we enjoy a good Vin Diesel movie. Oh, absolutely! So much so, I think it begun it begun for me with Pitch Black. Yeah, and, and then, then Untitled Vin Diesel Project, first Fast and the Furious movie, maybe. Oh yeah, him, and then but he was also a voice in the Iron Giant, which I've never yes. seen. I have but not. But he did all of his Fast and the Furious, and he did Triple X. Oh, I remember seeing Triple X. <laughs> Boy, did we watch the hell out of that movie! And then the the follow ups to. The Chronicles of Riddick and whatnot. Did eh. they make a trilogy? Yeah, the trilogy. Yes. That's right, because they yep. remade the first movie and they just changed it up a little bit. Yeah, the two for the third movie. Yeah. So big Vin Diesel fans, and then when Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy came out, all of our Marvel um, enjoyment, and he is the voice of Groot, which is Groot. it feels like a really weird job to take as an yeah. actor slash voice act. I mean, there are there are people who do what's what's the name of the guy, and he does all of the animals. Frank Welker. Frank Welker. For any Disney movie, you know he is Abu the if, monkey. He is, uh, um, yeah. but he does Achilles, a lot of the horse human Achilles. voices as well. He does the you know. Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, well, he was the original with, Megatron, with the super friend. Yeah, and he was, but they, and he does like the voice of Nibbler on Futurama yep. and uh, stuff like that. So he has here. You want to know a weird, a weird voice gig? Have you seen Moana? No. Well, you know what Moana is. It's yep. the the Polynesian uh, Disney movie. There's a chicken in that. Now, it's not an anthropomorphized chicken. It's just a chicken. Yeah. And it's Alan Tudyk voices that chicken. Oh. just And that chicken that... literally <laughs> just makes chicken noises. Well, I remember... That's a weird gig. When South Park was in its early year, it's a, yes. its first series. And because they were getting hugely popular because, oh, look, this, this is, they're throwing you know, shade on the modern pop culture of things and they're just doing whatever the hell they want. Yay, hooray for them. And a lot of comedians said, hey, uh-huh. uh, you know, you're really breaking ground. We want to be a part of this. We want to be a part of this. And they said, can we be a guest voice on your show? And they said, sure, you get to be a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. And I, I think and Jay, Leno Jay Leno was a voice the dog. of a cat. And he, he just dog, had to meow. Yeah. And yeah. they tried to get, and then Jerry Seinfeld his agents wrote up, this was an interview with uh, Matt Sohn and Trey Parker. They said, yeah, his agent called up and said, Jerry Seinfeld wants to be in your show. And he said, fine, you can be one of the turkeys. And he said, oh, like the main turkey? No, no, just like the seventh, seventh one yeah. <laughs> or something. He said, well, guys, this is this is Jerry Seinfeld. You can't you can't just do that. You know, you have to have him be a voice. And they said, sorry, that's, that's the role we're offering. And I believe Jerry Seinfeld turned down, or his agents turned down turkey number seven mm. but that was that was what they did and when i heard that i thought that's the best thing i've ever heard in my life that's so incredible that they would be willing to one and i, I borrow this from the britishism of i, I and i've started using a lot to take the piss out of celebrity <laughs> you know yep. and it's not only take the piss out of but also just take the steam out of it's like, do you know what you are you're just a person with a more profitable name written up on a wall somewhere that's all you are yep, just a and brand name guy I, I loved that they that they did that and they and it it almost felt like a gamble 
but I'm mm. sure it just felt like, eh, let's just do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fairly certain they weren't sitting behind with their marketing department saying, let's definitely do this. We'll uh, affect the entirety of the comedic industry from now until the end of time. I don't I think feel it like did that's... a huge thing, but... I feel like that's something that happened with those guys quite a bit. I mean, they they had a weird product, and they were no names, and they just... I think got... they may have also had a little bit of a chip on their shoulder about the concept of celebrity. Yeah, I, I, I fully expect. But, like, even just the way that they... I mean, they, they have the advantage of being able... When, they, when, when South Park... I mean, I'm sure they still do it this way, but when South Park was in its heyday, when I was watching it, it's it's made so rapidly. Like, other cartoons... Between, you know, the, the storyboarding and, and all of the, you know, the, the bits and the bobs and the digital inking and all the kind of stuff that happens to make an episode of, like, you know, Spongebob or Futurama. Thank you for choosing be... a modern show, because those ones that we used to watch back in the 80s were terrible. Yeah, but that's it's like months between Inception and airing, whereas they started, like, if their show would air... On a Sunday, they started working on it Monday. Like a Saturday Night Live almost. Yeah. When you start like writing the show that week. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how their show was produced. So that's why everything was always so topical with, with South Park. I mean, whatever. however, if you enjoy it or you don't enjoy it, but it was still like, it was instant, which is why you could get all these things that were in the news. One week would be on South Park the next week. Yeah. And they just... They had no reverence for anything. So spe- speaking of South Park as well, South Park is a show that from a voice acting perspective, I also uh, really look up to and I uh, see a lot of inspiration there because it was just the two of them doing the same voices. And they would start with, oh, here's my regular voice. And then, hey, here's my slightly different voice. And, oh, here's my slightly third voice, which is a little bit different. And now I'm going to talk with a British accent. And it was, you could... If you were paying close, close, close attention, you could easily see that it was just two dudes. But Mm -hmm. if no one told you you were only listening to two voice actors, you could probably watch the entire show saying, I wonder who's in this. They they were just, (laughs) and and honestly, you get away with it with a cartoon because you could draw whatever you like and have them look completely different and then have the exact same voice from one one part to another. Hey, that blonde guy sounded a little bit like that black haired guy a minute ago. (laughs) Weird. So I, I, I liked how they just said, yeah, we'll just be all the voices. The the other one that I love more than anything is the Homestar Runner series. It was one yes. guy. All one the guy. voices. Well, two. I mean, yeah, sometimes Mike Mike Mir- Jackman would get in there. Well, yeah, and you get Marzipan. But, like, yeah, like, there's they're oh. almost spe- special guests, the one that aren't Homestar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the, the main group of the main characters, all of them, it was yeah. Matt Chapman. And I... Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of, out of listening listening to him, which inevitably, yeah. So my my <laughs> quote-unquote illustrious voice acting career, cough. This spans quite some amount of time, too, because I remember you working, prepping, and like bouncing stuff off of me like 10 plus years ago over this. Mm-hmm. Well, I tried then, and I tried a bit of a go, and I had an, uh, an, audition, an audition for this show that was, I forget what it was going to be called, Lunar Gym or something, yes. and I auditioned for that. And then I, I went in and I auditioned and everyone in the lobby was talking about, oh, yeah, my union rep says this and I'm in this you know, acting <laughs> union and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, ha, ha, ha. I'm just some idiot off the street. Here I am. And I went in and they had, you know, you stand in the booth, like the glass pane. You're talking into a microphone. You hear them all in the headphones and there's a panel of people sitting in front of you. It felt super professional. And the funny thing about that was when they called me back to come in and do it a second time. It was in a different location, and it was just 
they were just standing in fr- sitting in front of a folding table and I was just in this big enormous room and I was <laughs> where's all the professionalism boys what happened did we lose our budget but I eventually yeah. I, d- I didn't get that role because <laughs> they wanted me to to keep doing the same voice and I had this funny voice that I'd worked on and they asked me to do it and I, I kept doing it and then I realized that I couldn't do it for more than a minute and a half at a time because <laughs> it hurt you know it was me s- yep. s- straining the muscles in your throat and then I realized oh my god and I was like ah! I was choking myself trying to do this voice so they said um yeah okay you work on that and give us a call so I didn't hear anything from that but then e- another long amount of years later I'm on the the Homestar Runner subreddit and these guys decided that they were going to do a tribute episode. And so it was this fan-made episode, and they got everybody involved, and they said, hey, anybody who wants to be a voice, let us know. So I submitted a uh, an audition in thing to that, or asked who they were looking for, and they said, hey, yeah, if, if you could do any of these voices, send it along. And I sent, sent along voices for the ones they were looking for, <laughs> and they wanted me to record them. So I have the quote-unquote official <laughs> fan-made voice for two of the voices on that. Yeah, the official knockoff. Yeah, exactly. I'm the official knockoff of two of those characters. Yay! Nice. And then I gave up and just said, screw this. And I started doing things like live streaming and YouTube channels. So, and... so that's actually a thing that happened? Mm-hmm. Nice. If you look up the ghosts of December Ween past, uh-huh. that is a fan-made video and I'm in there. My names, are in, my, name, my, names, my names are in the credits and everything. Nice. I didn't know about this. Oh. Well, all right. Maybe that was during the period that we weren't talking. Was was that a period? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Percent signs. It was probably when I was with uh, uh, living in the house with the mother of my child, who you and she did not get along. So, oh yeah. So I yeah, we didn't that. spend a lot of time hanging out when that was. Well, going we on. didn't even live in the same province at that point. That, so. I think yeah. So we lost a little bit of contact, but you know now now we have our own podcast. So who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> now who's the idiot? Yeah. Now who's laughing? Now who's laughing? Speaking of now who's laughing and timing past, time times past, time passing. That's the phrase. Uh, the last thing that we wanted to talk about from the intro, which we should probably try to keep to that, <laughs> otherwise our probably. listener will say you guys didn't talk about the thing you were gonna say. Mm, just saying, is that we are old and our parents are older. My parents uh-huh. both just passed the big seven zero. And in fact, just recently, my dad, he's in the, he's in the hospital currently, as we speak, waiting to get a pacemaker because his heart isn't pumping fast enough. So I learned all about now well, pacemakers and it's, it's a pretty routine thing. So it's not a huge danger. And the funny thing is, if you need to go into the hospital for a pacemaker, I think you're a little happy that your heart's going too slow instead of the other thing. Mm. So yeah. I, everyone says, oh my God, is he all right? I was like, yeah, he's having like the opposite of a heart attack. He's having a heart chill out. Yep. Heart <laughs> Where the heart's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll get around to it. Whatever. Yeah. It's cool, man. Yes. You, can, you can take the army. There's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's discussion in the uh, YouTube comments about whether or not you're related to, uh, to, to the Chapman brothers. What? On that, uh. Oh, you're already looking it up? Yeah. What? Me? Oh! Oh, I never looked that up. Jeez, I could milk that. <laughs> yes, I'm totally related. I could be extra famous. I'm a long lost Chapman brother. That's why I can do the same voice as him. Or it's just a cool voice to do, and I like doing it. Yep. So, yeah, I'd, oh, I wished I could have been the king of town. I'd love that. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we we talk about our own mortality and getting old, and you know what are, what are we going to do? But also, are we <clears throat> in not not, not to uh, <laughs> I don't know not to desensitize it, but are we kind of in the danger zone for the parents? Kicking off? I would think so. I mean, <laughs> uh, any time. I mean, I, we we already we both have we friends know? whose parents. Well, we 
one yeah. at least has gone. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens, right? I mean, and it depends. Like, I know um, some of us have parents that are older than others. Because mm-hmm. we're all more or less the same age within, like, what? Not counting outliers, like, within five years yeah. of, of each other in the same age. We all went to the classes together and stuff like that. But I know, like, just between my wife and I, our parents are of, like, almost a decade difference in age. So, mm-hmm. because I was an only child and she was third. <laughs> she was a bionic turtle. No, she was, she was a third in the, uh, no, fourth. In her family, oh. so... So her parents would be a little older? Then? Yeah, they're... Ooh, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. I know, I, I should know. I didn't even know numbers went that high. <laughs> no. It sounds like you're trying to conceptualize of a number that's too high. To... No, they're just... Oh. they're just. I mean, they're, they're just older than my parents. They're not, like, you know, they're not... They're as old the as the mountains they're not themselves. The, they're not the Crypt Keeper or anything. <laughs> let's, let's keep it classy. <laughs> We're, but anyway, well, yeah, an hour. Wait, where are we? Approximately fifty-five minutes in. Let us now keep it classy. Let's, let's keep it classy. We have five minutes remaining. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I get. I, I. I. I think about it every now and then, and I think about because I. That's the part that makes me feel like a sociopath is whenever someone dies. Like my stepdad. Mm. My stepdad recently died. Um. And I my, didn't know that. Yeah. He hmm. uh, two Februarys ago, I believe. Oh. So yeah, but but a year and a half. You, I think you met him. I did. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was the one with the really thick accent. <laughs> yes. And but year, years and years ago, like five five years ago, uh, my daughter's grandparents on her mother's side, two, they both remarried. But two of the remarried in that whole step parent debacle, they mm-hmm. died as well. And whenever someone does die, my brain, I'm very much in the out of sight, out of mind category. Mm-hmm. So if a friend leaves town, mm-hmm. I just sort of turn into, yeah, okay, they're gone. Yeah. And they're not going to be around anymore. So when someone dies, I just say, oh, cool. All right. Well, that's just, uh, that is a new truth that I will accept. And okay, we're there. I hear what you're saying. So and that's the part of me where I feel a bit like a sociopath. Well, it's, uh, I think we all, we all are, uh, we all have our different coping mechanisms. I mean, you, some people get upset over celebrity every, over every loss, every loss that you, that you could possibly have and mm-hmm. some people generally things like i know for i myself i was just having this discussion with my wife today i said i didn't go to the funeral of either of my grandparents um because and like i have some other stuff that's going on in my extended family that you know is not great stuff going on but um you know health wise but it's like i feel bad that other people are going through this but I personally don't internalize it because having grown up the way I did, we moved around a lot. I saw my extended family for a period of maybe one week every year, most years. Yeah, that sounds a lot like me. So it's it's like I knew these people. I knew they were family. I liked some of them. Uh, I spent a lot of time with my with my uh, maternal grandmother, she was really nice. She we used to go out and like ride the bus and go get groceries and buy. She would buy me a hot dog and stuff like that. It was great, you know. I have these memories of her, but when she passed, it was like okay, you know. And my mother took it really hard because you know it's her mother. But for me, it's like it's this old lady that I knew a little bit, but she wasn't like if it was one of my parents, I would be devastated. I'm sure because. In, uh, we grew up in a military household, so that's what I'm trying to prepare we... myself for. Because I wonder, 
looking forward, am I going to be devastated? Well, or will I don't I think... just get on with it. I think that it'll be an adjustment period of where you come to realize. The thing is that you and I both, uh, we still live in the same province as our parents, but we're not. It's not to say that we've moved past our parents, but it's kind of like, I think it's a natural thing in everybody's life as they become an adult that they distance themselves a little bit from their parents. Like maybe you're not seeing your parents for multiple hours every day. And I know some people still do that. Like they'll see their parents every day or, you know, every couple of days or whatever. But it's, I mean, my, my parents, I mean, they live, what, 20 minutes from me. So they're closer to me even than than your parents are from you. But I see my parents once every two or three weeks, maybe. Mm. Like, not that often. And then it's usually because they need help moving something. This this, this may be a much bigger conversation for another time because... I think it might be. I I, I have this overlying, this, this out of sight, out of mind thing. And I think about it an awful lot because whenever something gets reminded of me, you know, I, I think to myself, oh, damn, crappy hell, right, that person that I haven't talked to in six months because they moved to the next town over. And if I don't see you or actively talk to you every day, then I literally forget you exist. So sometimes two months can go by and I think, huh, I should check in with dad. Mm. I'm like, I should check in with my 70-year-old father every two months. Like, hey, dad. Um, yeah. Okay, quick question. Still alive much? And apart from that, what up? Because I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but the, I mean, it goes both ways, right? I mean, if you don't, both parties need to make an effort to stay in touch. Know, and it's, and not, the, it's not like... So the he, worst part it, about that is the family members and the friends that I stay in touch with uh, are the ones that talk, that message me first. And that's kind I mean, I think that's not, that doesn't make you a horrible person. That maybe makes it so that you're not as social as other people, because I'm much the same way. It's or like, I'm just if you really don't, forgetful, or I have... you don't message... If you don't message me, I probably won't look to talk to you. I mean, I can, there are people, I, I can count on like one hand the number of people that I don't see <clears throat> all that often. I am going to go back through our message history really because, <laughs> let's see, boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. Uh, spring pull the donkey. Good yeah. day for ducks. You know what? I'm not talking about individual uh... conversations. You and I talk all the time. But they almost always start by you saying something irreverent. Womp womp. Well, I might yes. be no big city lawyer. Uh, uh, okay, when I, when I think there's something nonsensical like, to say, who else am I going to say it to? You. If you didn't send me something stupid and irreverent, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now because we would have lost touch nine years ago. No, we wouldn't because we still are all in the passive chat that we we all hang out in every day. So there's I don't that. think yes. If I didn't a, open that up, I'm I'm speaking mostly about say Daryl. Well, Daryl and I very rarely talk unless he shows up in the chat. Because he stopped like, so, coming to the chat. That's what I'm talking about. He's the he's like one of the few people who I continue to reach out to, even though he has removed himself or distanced him, himself from the group. Mm. There's still the core group, and we still hang out virtually or or for real. But like you and I. We could go for a period of six months not actually seeing each other, but then it'd be like, oh, hey, you want to come over and play Nintendo? Okay, I'll be right there, you know? And it wouldn't be weird because we continue to speak online and doing this and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So, it, whereas, you know, 
like like if Daryl invited you to his house, which would never happen. But if he did, it'd be like, I don't know, that might be odd, you know? Like, I've been to your house once and you've lived there for like seven years now. He did, in fact. And we went down there and Leroy and I both went over and then we went up for steak and we and he showed us around his house and it was weird. Yeah. It yeah, was. Vic and I went once. Because he said, oh, and here's where the dog sleeps. And I'm all like, you have a dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and here's the kids' bedroom. What? <laughs> but they don't sleep here anymore once they went to college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how little I know about my, my friends and just people. Yeah. Where here, I, do you ever they don't stay here because they got married. This, this, happened, this happens in this town because it's a pretty small town and you see people that you know and then they're walking down the street and I see them walking down the street and I think, oh, here they come, here they come, here they come. One... What's their name? What's their name? Remember their name. There it is. Yes. I remember your name. Quick. Think of some sort of personal thing about them. And oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. I can't think of anything. Hey, Henry, how's that fence you were building last time we spoke? (laughs) That was 20 years ago. Exactly. The house burnt down. I managed to fake social normative small talk nonsense. No, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. But... For the most part, I also have a lot of friends that say, eh, I hate small talk so much. I'm like, maybe that's why we get along. Because yeah. if we don't talk for a long while, you will suddenly come out and say something like, you know, when Vin Diesel wore leather pants, I'm not ashamed to say it was actually rather attractive. Okay. I just want to point out one thing that I'm kind of surprised that you haven't realized yet Uh-oh. in 20 years. <sighs> the reason why... We all get along and have maintained contact despite the fact that you have sociopathic tendencies. It's because we all have ho- soci- <laughs> homeopathic tendencies. Homeopathic Socio- tendencies. There's sociopathic tendencies. We're all the same way. We all would rather hang out in the chat than talk for real. If we are talking for real, it absolutely has to be face to face. And God forbid we ever make eye contact oh, when God, we're no. all hanging out together. Nope. Nope, 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 that nope, nope. doesn't happen. I think that's Leroy why driving is around the is a good one. one. Driving around is a great go-to. Yeah. Because you know, eyes on the road. Eyes on the road. Eyes on the road. Don't have to look at each other. Can have a conversation. Yeah. But we don't have to actually acknowledge the fact that you're actually in the same room with me. Yeah. Every, this is everyone why. may be We're stupid like except this. us, but we are very flawed and troubled. It's awesome. <laughs> but, and I, I talk about this with, with uh, Leroy all the time, as I sort of mention all of my qualms and my foibles and things, and he says, you know, the fact that you're aware of it means that you're actually a good percentage ahead of many people. Yes. Like, ah, neat. <laughs> yes, we are all relatively self-aware in the fact that we all are, you know, somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah. N- yeah. None of us would ever say things like, I'm not socially flawed. You go to hell. I'm going to go <laughs> run in my panic room and wear my jacket made out of human skin. No, that's just Daryl. That's just Daryl. Though, <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to our listener for the last hour. Again, yes. if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're Sean and Ross. And if you want to send us an email, we're Sean and Ross podcast at gmail.com. If you know us personally, you may turn your head slightly and say our names and we will probably respond and talk to you about our podcast. But don't make eye contact. Do not make eye contact. We, we will lunge at you like a frightened panther. <laughs> Claws and teeth first. Ivory's out, boys. Ivory's out. <laughs>
What does ivories out even mean? <laughs>